Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, I pray for the preaching of your word. This word is your word, Father. Hallelujah. You did say it, Almighty God. Hallelujah. Isaiah 55, verse 1, verse 11. That as your word came out from your mouth, we will never come back empty until it accomplished what you desire for, Almighty God, for every one of us. Not just in our church, but around the world, Lord God, right now in Jesus' name. So whatever it's your desire, whatever it's in your heart, God is going to touch. God is going to give you that, whatever that you desire for in Jesus' name. Amen. Bless your word as we're going to hear this morning in Jesus' name. But before I go oh, along the preaching this word, let us uh, say together our memory verse church, Joshua 1 verse 8 and 9. If you have your Bible with, with you today or whatever you're watching, just turn into the Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 and 9. Here we want to give this word of the Lord always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night and be careful to do everything written into that law. And you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? And be courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Even the coronavirus comes, do not be discouraged. Don't be scared of that virus. God is with you wherever you go right now in Jesus' name. Amen. So if you believe that, God is going to heal you right now in Jesus' name. Amen. So today, I believe that around the world, that is celebration of the, the bomb when Jesus hopped on that donkey and he was riding to the, the gates of Jerusalem. And, uh, and, and the people, were, the crowd were shouting well out to him, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. His name is Jesus. Amen. So I'm not going to that palm tree today, but I'm going to talk about the man was riding on that donkey. His name is Jesus. Amen. On Wednesday last week, while I was doing my reading, and uh, the Holy Spirit led me to read through the Book of Ephesians chapter 2. While I was reading through it, this book of Ephesians chapter 2, let me tell you something. And I, God revealed me something amazing into this book, the whole book. And I believe in my heart. I found that there was a 19 covenant blessing of God. It's like in this book. 19 covenant blessing. It's like a treasure that he hidden into his word. Anybody can access into those treasure in Jesus' name. You can have it. If you are young people or older people or even a leader, even a pastor too, your family, you can access into this amazing treasure that hidden in the word of God. Yeah. You know what Peter, what God, what Jesus said to Peter? Go further down to the deep sea and, and throw down the net. You know, go deeper into the things of God, then you will see the revelation of his word. The riches of his glory inside his word. The deepest of his word. You will receive vision and revelation upon his word. Amen. Amen. 19 covenant blessing that is available for anyone who is willingly to dig deep in the things of God. And also you can have it. You can have access into it if you want to grow and pursue God more in your life. As a leader, as a young boy, as a, an old person, even a pastor, whoever, even in your own family, you can have it. You are allowed to access into it. So long as you believe in God. Amen. Amen. So if you are a believer. 
you can take into it. If you are a non-believer, this morning I'm going to do an altar call for you. This is a beautiful day, the day of salvation. This is the day that the Lord has made that we will rejoice and be glad in Him. If you give your life to the Lord, I sense in my spirit again, not just the people that uh, want to give their life to Jesus, to have any relationship with Him, but also some Christians uh, turn away from their faith. And I believe in my heart that a daughter and a, a prodigal son and daughters are coming back to the house of God. If you repent before you, before God. Amen. Hallelujah. That's what I sense in my heart. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In this coronavirus now happening around the world, people are panicked. People are running everywhere. They have no hope. They panic. They fear. I come against that spirit upon you right now. There is only one solution, ladies and gentlemen. It's God alone. It's the salvation of Jesus Christ. It's the cross of Jesus Christ. That's the only solution. Over even our nation and around the world. So if you are here now this morning and hear this word, Jesus is the solution for your life right now. Whatever that you're going through, Jesus alone is the solution of your life in Jesus' name. Of your family, of your marriage. Whatever you're going through, Jesus is the solution. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. So I'm going to share this word with you. Hallelujah. Ephesians 2, verse 2, uh, chapter 2, verse 1 to 22. But I'm going to read the three verses first. It talks about our own nature before we came to know Jesus as our Savior. Listen. As for you, you were dead in your transgression and sins, in which you used to live when you follow the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit, which is the evil spirit, who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us live among them at, at one time, gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desire, and thoughts like the rest, we will be a nature deserving of wrath of God. Amen. So if you have your Bible with you, chapter, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1 to 22. I want you to grab your pen and a, and a paper and piece of paper and write it down. All this covenant blessing I'm going to share with you. Amen. Hallelujah. How can we remove the wrath of God upon our lives? When Adam seen that there is a wrath of God upon every one of us around the world. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. But what happened? The only solution of that wrath of God to remove is the blood of Jesus Christ. When you receive him into your heart, God is going to remove the death penalty upon you and I. And he will give you eternal life. It's free. You don't have to buy anything. You don't have to be, do anything fancy. All you have to do is to open your heart to him. Amen. Point number one, verse one. But because of his great love for us, God who is rich in mercy, hallelujah, upon us, that's why we receive salvation. Point number one, his great love, God is rich in his mercy, hallelujah, upon us. I'm going to explain this to you. God is unconditionally, undeniable, undivided, it's beyond description, it's beyond comprehension. So kind, so beautiful, so amazing. His love upon us. Amen. Far uh, what we think of. Amen. It's beyond description. It's beyond comprehension. It's undeniable. His love is great love. Unconditional love. It never changed from yesterday, today and forever. It's a generational love. From generation to generation. From glory to glory. From everlasting to everlasting. Never changed. He said, my word never changed from yesterday, today, and forever. Amen? 
Hallelujah. Amen. That's a point number one. Point number two, it's on verse two. Not only he, he's great love, God is full of mercy upon us, but we always alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgression, even when we were dead in our penalty death, but his love is unconditional love. Hallelujah. It's available for anyone this morning. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Look at, look at this. Alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgression. It is by grace you have been saved. It's not of works. By grace, hallelujah. By grace, which means an unconditional grace. An unconditional love never changed. Hallelujah. It's come back to you. Never changed. Ladies and gentlemen, his love never changed. You know, our love to one another sometimes, it's a limit. But God's love never a limit. If you come to him, he will never turn you around. will never tell you where you can come to him in your open heart. Hallelujah. That's a point number two. Alive with Christ, even where we dead in our treasures. Hallelujah. Can I express this point again to you? Even if you still sin, even if you walk away from him, God's love is always following you. Hallelujah. He will never deny, he will never turn you around. He always loves you. His love unconditional is upon you always. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. And by, it is by grace you have been saved. You don't have to do anything about it. You just open your heart to him and welcome him into your life. Can you say amen? amen. You know in the book of Revelation chapter 3, if you read that. They said they can't hear me. I don't know, but hallelujah. Revelation chapter 3, he said, just said, I am standing at the door. Hallelujah. And knock. I am standing at the door and knock. Not the door of your house. Not the door of your workplace. Not the door of your heart. I keep knocking, keep knocking, keep knocking to your door. And he said, if you open up your heart to me, I will come in and sit down with you. Guess what? Not only he came in, he came in with the meal with you. He will sit down with you and have a meal with him. What, what's that meal? It's not a, a physical meal. It's a meal of love. It's a meal of forgiveness. It's a meal of welcoming. It's a meal of acceptance. It's a meal of belonging to him. Amen. It is the precious blood of Jesus that Pay our penalty. Hallelujah. You're going to be amazing if you open your heart to him. You'll be amazing what's going to happen in your life in the next few hours. Amen. So that's a point number two. Number three. Point number three. It's in verse six. And God raised, up, raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realm in Christ. Look at that. Listen again. And God raised us up with Christ. And seated us with him in the heavenly realm with Christ. Can you imagine when you sit beside your father in heaven? Amen. Imagine when you sit beside your natural father. And he will hug you and grab you in his arm and, and hold you. Can you imagine that sense? Now imagine when you sit beside our God, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. How amazing this person will feel you. His presence will overcome you. 
Well, you know, cover all your, your life right now, you know, when you sit beside me. And God said, alive with Christ. Sorry. Uh, number God raised us up with Christ, seated us with him in the heavenly realm with our older brother, Jesus Christ. Can you say amen? Amen. But only those who believe. Amen. amen. Only those who believe. Hallelujah. So this morning, if you want to sit it before our Heavenly Father, with Christ Jesus, our brother, I want you to open your heart. That is the only way you can enter eternal life. Amen. Not of works. Even though you come to church every Sunday, it doesn't work that way. Coming to church does not make you going to heaven. Even going to McDonald's does not make you a hamburger. No, you're not. But open your heart to him. Man, somebody will be a bananas for Jesus. When you give your life, that is your kitchen to heaven. That is your passport to heaven. That's what he said to Nicodemus. Nicodemus, you can't see the heavenly things until you've been born again. What is being born again? I want you to transform your spirit of man to the powerful Holy Spirit of God. Transform your, your spirit, man. Then you will see the things in heaven. I can't talk to you, uh, Nicodemus, because you can't understand the supernatural things. Unless you be born again, then you will have an access to the kingdom of God. Thanks in heaven. When you open your heart, ladies and gentlemen, you will sit beside your Father in heaven together with our Lord Jesus Christ, our older brother. Because of the blood of Jesus that washed away all our iniquities, our sins, and our transgressions. And we became live in his name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Point number four. Hallelujah. I also give you an opportunity for those who will walk away from their faith to come back to him and repent. Come back to him and repent with a repentant heart. Second Chronicles 7.14, listen. If my people who are called by my name, this word came to Solomon when he prayed, after he prayed, in the verse 6, after he prayed, he kneeled down and prayed. Suddenly, the fire consumed the temple. And God said, listen, Solomon. If I stop the rain over the nation and I let the locusts to eat everything in the land, but if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, turn away from my wicked way and seek my face, then I will hear from heaven. I will hear your voice and heal your land. He can hear your repentance, Almighty God. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, he can hear your repentance right now from your heart. He will hear your voice and he will absolutely heal your land. Heal your relationship with one another. Heal your marriage, Almighty God. Jesus' name right now. Amen. That's the only solution that will bring your marriage together. is Jesus. Amen. Amen. Wow, it's an honor and a privilege to hear that. Hallelujah, church. And people of God, it's a time for you to make a change. It's a time for you to make a decision. Turn away from a wicked way and seek his face. Then he will hear our repentance. True repentance is turn away. Completely turn away. Hallelujah. I turned away from my sins last two years ago or 20 years ago. Here I am preaching to you to turn around and come to Jesus. Amen. He set me absolutely free. I was really, uh, not really alcoholic, but even I was caught saved, but I was bound by this spirit of anger. 
bitterness. Guess what? God delivered me completely. Amen. It's hard for me to forgive somebody that hurts me. It's very hard. Unless I touch that person. But God delivered me from that bitterness. Now I am free indeed. I'm telling you now. Whatever anchor and bitterness, God can change you. In Jesus' name. Not overnight, but step by step. Amen. Yes. Let me say you once again. When you come to Jesus, you, go, you don't have to be a perfect person. I never perfect when I come to the Lord. Come of who you are. Come to Jesus as who you are. Yes. You know what? When you come to Him, He will give you His love, perfected your, people, your person right now in the name of Jesus. His love will perfect you and I when you come to Him. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Number four. Point number four in verse seven. In order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable. Look at this word. This is a big word. This is too big for me. Incomparable riches of his grace. That's too big. What's this? Means incomparable. This is what it means. It seems to me that every story in the gospel reveals. The incomparable riches of grace of Jesus to all of us. Amen. Which is riches. Far too riches upon every one of us. It's more advanced on our life in Jesus' day. It's far more than what we think. It's far beyond description. His love is greater than any other thing. Amen. It's beyond this uh, comprehending. Hallelujah in the name of Jesus. Thank you Father. He will show it an incomparable riches of his mercy. His word is so kind. It's more than enough. More than what we think of. But don't forget, in his coming back, when he, which we, what we're waiting now, he's waiting for his coming back. But don't forget, in his coming back, to take us to our real home in heaven, he's not a savior anymore. He is our judge. Amen. Can you hear me? While he was here on earth, he is our savior. But when he comes back to take us home to our real home, ladies and gentlemen, he's not a savior anymore. He is our judge. Wow, is that right? Yes, absolutely right. John chapter 5, verse 21 to 24. Let me say, read this to you. Hallelujah. You might think I'm joking, but I'm just reading this word to you. For just as the father raised the dead and gives them life, even so the son gave his life to whom he is pleased to give it. Moreover, the father judged no one, but has entrusted all judgment to the son, to his son Jesus Christ, that all may honor his son, just as they honor the father who sent him. And verse 24, I tell you the truth. Whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and will not be Contempt. He has crossed over from the dead to life. Amen. Through the blood of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. I say it again. God is not judge us. Jesus is judge us. Why? Because he was, he was in, on, on earth doing his ministry. So Jesus in his body, his flesh, dealing with the human being. So therefore I believe in my heart. God gave him the life to judge his people. So when he's coming back, he's not a savior anymore. But he's our judge. So I want you to make a decision right now. I'm not scared of you, but I'm just telling you the truth. You need to make a decision now to come to Jesus. Open up your heart. 
You don't have to do anything fancy. You just open up your heart and he will come in to your heart. He will celebrate with you with a beautiful meal, the meal of acceptance, the meal of love, the meal of forgiveness, the meal of belongings to what? To Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. Number five. Point number five in verse eight. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And it is not for ourselves. It is the gift of God. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't have to do anything to the grace of God. You don't have to. You don't have anything to do with it. You just open your heart. Because grace is a gift of God. When Adam sinned, he prepared the second, hallelujah, salvation for us, which is the gift from God is salvation. When Adam died. The Bible talks about the first Adam we die, the second Adam we receive life. And life indeed, almighty God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Number nine. Number six is verse nine. Not by works, so that no one post. You don't have to post of anything. The only thing that we post, as Apostle Paul said, is the cross of Jesus Christ. Amen, Nick? That's the only thing that we be boast of. It's the cross of our Jesus Christ because he brings us life and we bring us the gift of eternal life. Amen. For we were God's handmaid, now verse, point number seven in verse 10, for we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works which prepare in advance for us to do hallelujah. You know what? You and I are workmanship of God. To do what? To do great things, to serve him. To bring tithes and offering to his kingdom. To do the great thing for God. To tell somebody about Jesus Christ. Amen. That's a good work of mighty God. Hallelujah. Be faithful in his word. Means God's plan and purpose for ourselves are far beyond for our understanding. For those who love and serve him according to his purpose and his will. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Point number eight. Number seven. Number eight. Verse 13. May I reach one more? Verse 11 to 12. Therefore remember that formerly you who are Gentiles by birth and called uncircumcised by those who call themselves circumcision which stand in the body by human's hand. Number two, I remember that at that time you were separate from Christ, included from citizenship in Israel and foreigners to the covenants of the promise, without hope and without God in the world. In other words, God's sacrificial have removed the wrath of God upon us, upon our, all of us, through that precious blood of Jesus Christ. Number verse 13. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once far away have been brought near by the blood of Jesus. No more Jews, no more Gentile, but we are one in salvation. It's not for Jews only, it's for the whole world. Amen. What happened? Salvation, it belongs to the Jewish people. Can you say amen? There's no way that we can include it in the salvation. It's only the Jewish people. But because of the blood of Jesus, that's why we included us into the salvation. That's why I said it's no more Jews, no more Gentiles, but we are one 
through the blood of Jesus. Amen? It's like when I look at this part, the Bible talks about, Paul was talking about, we as a Gentile, we are a branch of, of a wild olive, olive tree. Amen? But what happened? When the descendant of Abraham disobeyed God, we have an opportunity to, to combine our branch to the true olive, olive, olive tree. Which is our branch grafted and sticking to the, the true olive, which is here's why. That's why the, nutrients, the nutrition of that uh, root is coming toward us Gentiles and become one through the blood of Jesus Christ. We are one. Amen? No more Jews, no more Gentiles, but we are one. But some of these branches from Abraham uh, tree, which is descendant, some of the people of Israel had been broken off, and new Gentiles who were branches from a wild olive tree had been grafted in, so now you also receive the blessing of God as promised Abraham and his children, sharing the rich nourishment from the, the root of God's special olive tree, which is Jesus Christ. But you Gentiles break about being grafted into place the branches that we, the branches that were broken off, you are just a branch, not a root. That's what he said to us Gentiles. Number 19. Well, you may say, you may say Gentiles, those branches were broken off to make room for me. Verse 20. Yes, but remember those branches that they did not believe in Christ and you highly and new chances are there because you do believe in Jesus Christ. That's, that's our opportunity. So don't think highly for yourself, you Gentiles, but fear what could happen if you disobey God and the same thing happened to those brothers that were broken off from the true origin. Which means, Gentiles, I want you to therefore keep trusting in the Lord. Hallelujah. If you not belong to Jews, keep trusting in the Lord. Gentiles, hallelujah. For your salvation, till the end, hallelujah, then we will be saved. Amen? Number eight, verse 14. Number nine, sorry. Point number nine. For he himself is our peace, who has made two groups, who has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall, hostility, means bad attitude, unfriendly, selfishness, etc. Old life. Listen. For he himself is our peace, which is Jesus Christ, who has made two groups, which is Jews and Gentiles, who has destroyed the barrier. God destroyed the barrier between us, between the Jews and the Gentiles. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you have a barrier between one another, between your wife and your husband, or like even pastors as well, if you have any barrier between pastors, this morning is a morning of salvation. This morning is a morning of reconciliation. Jesus, break the barrier. Break the barrier and the wall between us and Jews. So we are one. Amen. Amen. In Jesus' name. By setting aside in his flesh one new humanity out of the two Jews and Gentiles, thus making peace means the new covenant through the blood of Jesus Christ. So if you break one of the Ten Commandments, then the Lord said, death. But grace said, forgive. The Lord said, death. The Christ said, forgive. No one was become a righteous through the law or by the law. It's only grace by Jesus, believing in Jesus Christ. Amen? Because love covers the multitude. Jesus said, I did not come to condemn the law, but I came to fulfill the law. 
What does that mean? It's love. Covered multitude of sin. That's why he got saved because of his grace. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. One of the things that we need to realize that no one become righteous by the law or through the law, but by grace, by believing, through faith in Jesus' name. We are saved. Romans 10, verse 10 to 9. If you believe in Jesus Christ is Lord, if you, believe, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, hallelujah, and believe it in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Not pick and save. You will be saved. In Jesus name. Hallelujah. And one body. To reconciling both of them. To God through the cross. By which he put to death. Their hostility. Hostility means. Bad attitude. Selfishness. And all those in our own life. Hostility means that. Number 17. Verse 17. Number 12 point. He came and preached peace to you who were far away and peace also to those who were near. He brings peace into our life. Amen. He is the Prince of Peace. Take the gospel, which is Jesus died and rose again, and bring peace into our heart. You know what? We were fear with death. But when you believe in church, you don't have to fear of death. Because the Bible says the same Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is the same Holy Spirit will rise you and raise you up from the dead, from your mortal body, and become a righteousness of God. Amen. Look at that. What an amazing. Why not to giving your life to Jesus this morning? Amen. I'm going to share this point. This is very powerful. This is amazing. Consequently, you are no longer foreigners or strangers, but you are fellow citizens with God's people. Number two, a member of his household. Look, listen. This is a 20, verse 20, point number 15. It's built on a foundation. Ladies and gentlemen, this temple is built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. Hallelujah. Amen. With Christ Jesus himself, he is the cornerstone of that holy temple. Amen. Done, done by man's hand built by the supernatural Holy Spirit and the foundation is built on the apostles and the prophets with Jesus Christ he is the cornerstone of the holy temple it's more glorious than a former temple it's more powerful than a former temple it's more amazing more righteousness more glorious that new temple that built on the foundation of the apostle and the prophet and Jesus Christ is the cornerstone. Amen. One more. In him the whole building is joined together. Rises to become a holy temple. This is what I'm talking about. In the Lord. In which is the church. The body of Jesus Christ. And all believers. Amen. I'm going to share the last point with me. As we sing this song. As we sing this, the worship team sing this song, I want you to hear this word.
I'm going to make an answer call. I'm going to give you an invitation to you this morning. If you hear this word, hallelujah. If you want to make that decision to accept Jesus into your heart, hallelujah. You don't have to do anything. You just open up your heart and ask him to come into your heart. Say, dear Lord Jesus, can we say together, dear Lord Jesus, I'm going to welcome him to my heart. I believe in me in my heart that you die on the cross for my sins. I'm sorry for my old life and my bad decision. But this morning I realize that you are Jesus. My sins are forgiven. Hallelujah. Jesus, dear Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. I receive you in my life as my Lord and the Savior of my soul. Please help me in my walking with you. Second call, if you are here and watching this live video, if you walk away from your faith, let me tell you something. God is welcoming you. He said, remember the prodigal son? When he came back, his father ran to him and hold him in his arm. And he came on the ring, he came to the shoes, everything. He welcomed him. Let me tell you, sir, when you come back to the house of God, nobody can change your position. When you come back with a humility spirit, you are a son. Nobody can change it. You are a son of God. Amen. So when you come back to him, he will welcome you in his arms. Welcome of son or daughter. If you are, if, if that's one of you, I want you to make the same prayer. Come back to the Father. I already share the word, 2 Chronicles 7, 14. If my people who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray, turn away from my wicked way and seek my face, then I will hear from him. That's what God said. I can hear your repentance and I will forgive your sins and heal your land right now. If that's you, say this prayer again. Dear Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for your word this morning. Yes, I believe in my heart that you died on the cross for me. Please accept me who I am. Jesus name. I repent before my sin. I'm coming back home for in Jesus name. Amen. If you pray that prayer, I encourage you this morning that you are a born again Christian. You can find a church closer to you and go and fellowship. You can also ring us Mount Refuge Church. Come and fellowship with us if you want to. May the Lord bless you. Hallelujah. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. Let's sing a song.